Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Hi, I'm Jody Mullen. Welcome to Freakishly Well-Behaved Kids. This series of podcasts is dedicated to helping parents and other people who are connected with children help children behave and be their best. I'm in a unique position to share this information with you because I've been a child counselor and play therapist for nearly 20 years. I'm also a mom, like many of you listening. I learned many of my lessons from my child clients and my own children. They have a lot to teach us about being better parents and communicating and connecting with them. This has informed my parenting as well as the parent coaching that I do as part of my clinical practice. I recognize in working with thousands of children and parents that there are some simple principles for parenting. I'm going to cover more than 20 principles for blissful parenting so you, too, can have freakishly well-behaved kids. These principles are simple and life-altering. They will change and enhance the relationships you have with children, how your children behave, how you feel about yourself around children, and improve your overall parenting esteem. In this podcast, I will talk about a specific principle or lesson and how you can apply it. There will be special guests that will further our conversations about parenting and children. You'll want to stay tuned for my upcoming book, Blissful Parenting, and check out my website, www.integrativecounseling.us, or follow me on Twitter at Dr. Jody Mullen. So today, I am joined by my friend, sidekick, mental health counselor, play therapist, mom, and grandma, June Rickley. Hello, June. Hello. And today we're going to be addressing um, new beginnings, goal setting, um, you know, the whole idea of like sort of New Year's resolutions, how to sort of weave that into your parenting practice so that it doesn't just improve your parenting and make you feel better about your parenting, but it also really has um, an impact on your children and how they feel about themselves too because when children feel good about themselves, they behave well. It's just very, very simple kind of linear relationship that happens. So children who feel good and have, you know, have goals and, and um, have aspirations feel good about themselves, even, this is, which is pretty cool, even when they don't reach them. So that's what we're going to um, focus on today. We're going to focus on some new beginnings. And um, so I wanted to start off by saying Happy New Year to everyone and talk a little bit about, um, some of the ways that you can do that, you know, for yourself and for your children, and maybe even do it together. And so um, we wanted to start off with, with just the idea of um, doing some goal setting with children. And it doesn't have to be framed as a New Year's resolution, although I know my um, third grader even came home from school the other day saying, like, he had to, he had to make a New Year's resolution. It was part of uh, what they were doing in school. So so even um, elementary school age kids could be familiar with that. Um, but it's just as simple as stating, like, you know, what do you want, you know, for yourself, for your family, for our house, for our pets, you know, for our, um, 
for your school, for your community, just sort of starting a conversation with kids um, about what it is that they want. One of the things that you're going to find, and I, June and I were talking for a few minutes before we even got started here, is that kids have these huge um, aspirations, dreams. They think big um, until, you know, um, this, I'm going to, go off topic a little bit here for a second. I just remembered I had this wonderful teacher in high school. Her name was Miss Skidmore. I'm going to give a shout-out to Miss Skidmore. And uh, she used to say that children, and I don't know if she invented this quote, but I remember her saying it. So she used to say that children come into school, a question mark, and leave a period. And um, by that she just meant that my kids have all these, like, amazing ideas and questions about how the world works and all of these kind of things. And by the time that they get to graduating high school, they don't have those kind of questions anymore. And it's not because they learn the answer. What they learned was not to ask the question. And you're going to find that that happens when you talk to your children about dreams and goals and those kind of things, is that, you know, sometimes they seem maybe even outlandish or scary, to you as goals, because what if they don't reach it? Um, but that's the kind of thing that we want to facilitate and foster in our kids. And um, I found this really cute um, cartoon, and I'll just read it to you because I think it still works even with the, out the visual, but I'll get, try to give you a little bit of the visual. It's a little boy sitting behind like what looks almost like a lemonade stand, um, and it says, he has a sign next to his stand that says, Business advice from someone who's still young enough to think anything is possible, um, $25. And that's what we're talking about here. Kids do think anything is possible. So how do we foster that um, in their goal setting? So that's what we're talking about today. Um, June, did you, was there anything you wanted to add to that? Um, no, not, not really at this point. Okay. So, so one of the things that we want you to do and we think is really going to be helpful to you as parents, is to talk to your kids about their dreams. So, for instance, um, my daughter has, um, she's, she'll be 13 in a month, and her, she has a dream to perform on Broadway. That's what she wants to do. That's a pretty lofty dream, right? Um, but it's her dream, and so, so if that's her dream, what can we do in order to help her set some goals so that she can, that she can know that she's done everything she could to reach her, you know, to reach her dream without saying, like, Leah, do you know what chances you have of really ever performing on Broadway? And so um, she, that's, you know, definitely part of what she, what her New Year's resolution was, was to, because her goal is to get on Broadway, um, her New Year's resolution was to do something every day that would help her move in that direction. And so... I think that that's one of the things that people sometimes miss with goal setting. If you're goal setting, if you're new beginning this year as a parent is to um, to spend more time with your children, that's lovely. But what action steps are you willing to take to make that happen? And so when my daughter said, I'm going to do one thing every day, um, you know, take some action to move forward to that goal, that's, that's what happens in to make a new beginning really pan out. So so one of the things, just to sort of illustrate this, is one of the things that she did was to create, create this list. She just brainstormed, and I helped her with it, of something she could do every day. So someone, you know, someone's checked the website of some local um, stage 
uh, productions to see if, they're, if they have auditions coming up. Another was to practice her singing. <laughs> you know, even if she just does that, you know, every couple of days, um, it's something she's doing that's moving toward her goal. So I, I just wanted to throw that, you know, that one out as, a, you know, an example of, um, of how you do that. So, you know, we're talking about, or I'm talking about, because I don't want to say a word yet. Um, <laughs> I'm really talking about two different things here um, and, and blending them together. So maybe, this, you know, this might not be the best way to do this, but um, I wanted to illustrate how to set goals and help your children set goals, but also how you can do that too. So you can use these same techniques that you're using to help facilitate this in your children with yourself. And you can make these goals around parenting. And a good way to know what kind of parenting or family-based goals you need to make is ask your kids. What can we do differently as a family this year that would make our family even more peaceful, even more loving, even more happy, you know? And you, you really will be surprised the kind of answers um, that they give you typically. So, okay, June, now I'll let you say some stuff. Well, so what I what I wanted to say about um you know about Leah's goal of of being on Broadway and how you know that that's that's that long term goal that's what she wants to do but along the way how empowered she'll be with each of these little these smaller goals that she mm-hmm. um, sets for herself along the way for for that eventual goal so it's it's like um you know, all the different steps along the way and, and teaching kids. I, I think it's just, you know, I think back on when I was when I was growing up and the expectation, you know, as far as like, a, um, you know, things like school and grades and things like that, the expectation was that, oh, your, your grades aren't at a good level, so you need to bring them up. And it, it was never it was never taught. Well, oh, okay. How do I achieve these goals? You know, if this is my goal, how do I do this? Or even defining goals in in words like you said, dreams that children are able to relate to a lot more than kind of like an uh, you know a word like goals. Um, so mm-hmm. I, I think it's I think it's perfect where you're where where you're starting is that it has to you you can teach and you can model this for your children. Yeah. And, oh, I love that you said that too, because I think one, um, you know, one of the blissful parenting principles is definitely that you you are modeling constantly for your children. So there's that old saying like, "Do as I say, not as I do," right? It's like you are, and 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 we all know that that's not true. That that just absolutely doesn't work. I have a funny story about um, that that I, I'll try and share quick. But um, but if you are going to set some goals for yourself. You know, do it obviously. <laughs> you know, if you're going to have mm-hmm. to get, um, you know, a goal for yourself, and not necessarily. I mean, I know a lot of people set weight loss and exercise goals, but what about the more lofty, you know, more lofty ones? And like my daughter's goal, the more long-term ones. Um, so I'm just going to tell a quick story. I had a little boy that I worked with in counseling who was swearing up a storm um, every time he came into a counseling session, and um, it was it his parents could hear him because he would yell the swear words. And um, I had a conference with his parents and some other service providers, and they commented, you know, on how much their son swears and that that was upsetting to them. And um, then they said, the only people who are, who are allowed to swear in our house are the adults. And I thought, well, <laughs> well of course he swears because that's modeled for him, you know, all the time. So it's just something, just something you know, to, to be aware of. So 
another thing that you pointed out um, in talking about the, how my daughter set that goal was um, that she recognizes, and this is for an older kid too, the long-term status of that goal. So she said, um, you know, I might not get on Broadway, you know, by the time I'm 14, but I may by the time I die. <laughs> and that really was that, you know, she said, I don't care when it happens. I mean, I'd like it to happen sooner than later, but I don't need it to happen this year, but I'm going to do everything I can do in my life to get, you know, to that point. And I, and I think that's important, too, is that when we set goals well, and a lot of this I learned um, from Jack Canfield, um, the Chicken Soup for the Soul co-creator and the um, author of the Success Principles, is that set, when you set a goal to give yourself a deadline, and I know for myself that um, I, I will put in a deadline, um, and sometimes I don't reach that deadline, so I might have you know, December 31st as a deadline. And, well, it, that didn't work out. But it worked out to be February 17th. And on February 17th, I, I'm just as happy that I reached that goal mm-hmm. that I would have been on December 31st. Because those, those dates you give yourself are arbitrary. Um, another yeah. thing that can be really helpful with kids, and I was t- talking to you a little bit about this is how we spent um, New Year's Day, is to create, and this also um, comes from Jack Canfield's work, um, a vision board. And because kids really respond well, um, particularly to the visual or pictures, is creating a vision board of, like, what are their goals? And not just, you know, what is one new beginning that they'd like to see happen, but what else is. And you can use, you know, a poster board or a piece of cardboard, or we use the bulletin, my kids use bulletin boards, and just, you know, go through magazines or print things off of the computer that are connected to what they want for themselves, for their family, for their community. And I think stretching it out in that way, um, self, family, community, um, real, well, even, and then even sometimes the world, um, it really helps create these um, opportunities for kids to think really big. Well, and even having them set, like be able to work on setting their own goals that are that are their own goals because so many of the kids we see are so, um, you know, they, they, they strive for some control over things and a lot of their mm-hmm. goals are, are, are goals that adults, Set for them, so I think sitting them down like you did, and and there's there's a lot like there's so much they can learn about themselves in that process, and and like just mm-hmm. um like who are you? What do you like to do? What um what do you yeah. like to you know um what are what are some things you that you you would like to do more of? What are you know all those different things that can really help them to learn about themselves and 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 have them feel more in control of of their lives. Yeah, and, and and I think something that really raises an important point is because if you're even just doing this with your child, let's say you 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 join in and create your own vision board, but even even if you don't and you just sit with them and help them create theirs, is that what happens is your communication and your relationship is just flourishes in that moment. And I think one of the things that is important to keep the communication and relationship flourishing from then on is now you have, an, one, an ongoing conversation about how are they doing, you know, relative to their vision board. But also, um, like my son put on his vision board a picture of a lion. Okay. 
I have no idea why there's a picture of a lion <laughs> on his vision board. So I can, so I can, you know, react several different ways. And um, my first is, why is there a lion on your vision board? Which is what I said. I, like, I don't get how that's connected to what you want to do, you know, <laughs> or um, what you want to be or anything like that. And um, he said, well, I'd really like to be able to see a lion. And I think we, you know, we've been to the zoo, we've been to Animal Kingdom, you know, at Disney. Um, he's seen lions. So um, I kind of just made like a little puzzled look um, at him. And he said, well, I'd like to see one more up close. And I really just like them. And so it wasn't that important that that wasn't like seeing a lion more up close isn't like this lofty, you know, goal or anything. But it, but it was something that was visually pleasing to him. And, and so it's a, like, so you have to sort of let some of your own stuff around that go, like, well, he's not doing, he's not setting those goals correctly. They're not aligned with his vision board and goals aren't aligned or anything like that. It's just, you know, because also on there he has, um, you know, he cut out some pictures of Olympic medals and he said, I would like to be in, you know, I would like to be in the Olympics. I would like to be play basketball in the Olympics, you know. So so there, that's, that's, that's more of what we're talking about, but not to say like, oh, you know, um, with a kid who maybe has a goal like playing basketball in the Olympics, um, that's never going to be possible. You're only, you know, you're the tallest you're ever going to be could only be, um, because even if that kid, it doesn't, you know, uh, rise to that amazing level of athleticism, is it's still they set their heart on something. And that's what, you know, that's what we want to see happen. And when we allow our kids to dream, um, we can be it's another moment for us to be connected to something special about them. We can be connected to their dreams. So we can be connected and we can be supported to their dreams without, you know, um, like I'll go back to the example of my daughter. So my daughter may try out for a play and not get the part. Okay. So I'm not going to tell her, you know, oh, you should have gotten the part. You know, um, those people are crazy not to give you the part. What I'm going to say is that was disappointing you know, and it's connected to your dreams, so you're going to have to, like, learn to deal with that. But it doesn't mean you should give up your dreams. Right. And it, and a lot of times it can be where, um, you know, sometimes it can be, a, a you know, a, it, it's tough sometimes to watch your child and to, and to um, what do I want to say? Like, I, I, I guess I'll give an example from um, mm-hmm. when, when my daughter was young, and she, I am, so far from ever being a person on stage, um, Joey, you know that about me. I'm not not one. And my daughter, she wanted to, you know, she wanted to try out for plays, and she had singing parts. Well, it, it was so hard for me to think, oh my gosh, what if she, you know, what if she, you know, it gets embarrassed? What if she doesn't remember the words? And and it takes a lot sometimes as a parent to not let your own stuff and your own fears get in the way of your children's dreams and goals. Yeah, and and I think it's funny because both of our daughters are so interested in that, and I am not. (laughs) (laughs) And, and you know, like you said, you know, neither were you. And I think, like, um, that's hard, too, because I, I, you know, I worry about the same thing. What if, if, you know, she forgets her lines? Well, she's going to figure out what to do if she forgets her lines. And, you know, and that, that, yeah, and that's going to, that, like, that develops, uh, 
you know, like that helps them just develop good coping skills and, and you know, all that kind of thing. But in the meantime, you're there with them um, in your role as a parent, not, in, you know, not as a critic and not as a um, dream, like, squelcher or anything like that. You get to do yeah. that along, you know, with them. Yeah. So right. And, I think and, that and also, even. Oh, I'm sorry. No, that's okay. Go ahead. Um, and and even like shielding them from those like experiences that might be difficult for them. It's not necessarily. Mm-hmm. It's not really something that um, that you're doing for them. It's really something that you're doing to them because you're kind of kind of like um, limiting their experiences that build like their character. Right. And that's how they, and that's how you know they figure out who they are. And so, so exactly. much of you know our wishes, we really do have to be careful about this as parents. So much of our wishes and what we get hung up on about our kids have absolutely nothing to do with our kids, and they have to do with us. And you know, I'll say um, I was a mediocre athlete, you know, at best, um, and um, you know what. I, I really wanted to be a good athlete. Like the the other girls that I looked up to, my you know when I was growing up, were good athletes, and um, they look like good athletes. Um, also, and um, my daughter is very athletic looking, and she does um, like her sport is figure skating. So it's not that's not really the vision I had for her. You know, I thought. Um, my husband's athletic. I'm mediocrely, <laughs> if that's a word. Um, you know, I have some <laughs> athleticism. Um, you know, I was like, she, uh, she's going to like soccer. I love soccer. She's going to be a great, you know, a, a great soccer player. She hated soccer. Hated it. They absolutely hated it. And so, and, and um, on a future show, my, my husband, who's a counselor and a coach, um, we're going to be talking about on your children and sports and how to make that a positive experience for them. Um, but she hated it. And so, like, that was but that was my thing. And I, and I think that, you know, in this opportunity we have for the new year and new beginnings is as parents is to really look at how am I supporting my children's goals realistically. And by realistically, I mean, like, can I – my daughter, um, we live six hours from New York City, and my daughter said – so how many times a year can we drive down to New York City for auditions? <laughs> and I was like, well, we can <laughs> um, twice, you know. So that's the realistic part. But but the 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 part is we don't know what they're capable of, you know. And I think like that's that's the other part is you don't you know you don't know what your child's really capable of. And if you read the biographies of a lot of famous and successful people. Um, I don't, they were, you know, certainly Albert Einstein's one of the quintessential examples is they were completely underestimated as children. And so if it, you know, our kids might be underestimated by other kids, by, you know, by um, other people they have experiences with, but as long as one person believes in them, and who's better to do that but us as their parents, um, you know. So I think, like, that's something, you know, to keep in mind. So when we're thinking about new beginnings, maybe our connection as parents, the new beginning part of this is to, is how are you going to, one, model goal setting for your kids, but two, also be um, be helpful and supportive and, um, you know, maybe even a catalyst in how you can get your children to set goals. And even having, even with some of our, our own goals, like the goals that I set for myself and, oh, 
<clears throat> excuse me, along the way, my kids would see me struggle with, with those goals. And my yeah. kids would, you know, going back to school and sitting at the kitchen table every night and working at, you know, my, my papers and things like that. They would see my frustration. Mm-hmm. They would see me, you know, walk away from the table like mad. And But then they'd also see me come back and say, okay, let me try this again. And I and and not to say that it was always very pretty, but they they got right. to they got to see me even not just like they were there to see my my goal realized, but they were also there along the way to see this yeah. you know how hard it is at times. Yeah, I think that's such a great example too because um, and an important part about like what we model for them is um, you know I ran a marathon a couple of, I ran a couple of marathons, but my first one I ran a couple of years ago and. Um, uh, like I said earlier, I am uh, was a mediocre athlete and um, also didn't necessarily look like an athlete. I'm an athlete now, though. Not anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Now I'm an athlete um, and look like one. But um, when I was um, running my first marathon, I had signed up for it, and then I didn't tell anybody <laughs> because I was nervous that I wasn't actually going to meet the goal. And then I started, I think I started with you, June, actually, and I told my husband and I told, you know, my kids and my um, parents and whatnot. And so my daughter was saying about how um, one of the things she did after she completed her um, or she um, had started up her vision board on New Year's Day, and I will um, put, um, my kids gave me permission to take pictures of their vision boards and post them up on Twitter um, and Facebook. So um, if you're listening and you want to see what those look like, check that out. But, um but she said she started to tell her friends that uh, I'm going to be on Broadway, <laughs> you know. And so, and she said that she knew how to do that because of what I did when I was, you know, running training for that marathon. And then the other thing was that you know was connected to that was that like that there was there was one day where I had to run um, a training run that was 21 miles long. And I um, wasn't able to do it with the group I usually did those long runs with, so I had to do it by myself. And around uh, mile um, 19 and a half, <laughs> I, had, I was passing my house, and I just ran inside, and I said, I need you guys to help me. <laughs> and so um, my family hopped in the, in the van, and they, you know, drove that last mile and a half or so um, with me as a, so I could complete <laughs> my training run. And I think, like, that's... That feeling that I had about my family is 100% behind me, even though this may take some time away from my kid, you know, from my family, from me being with my kids because I'm out running for three hours at a time. Um, they knew that they were part of me reaching my goal, too. And that, we can have that experience as parents as well. It doesn't just have to be one-sided. So Exactly. And they saw how difficult that was, but that you That's did right. it. You kept trying, and you know, goals aren't just. You know, some goals are really tough to reach and take a long time and take a lot of steps. But yeah. um, you know, to squelch that those dreams, um, you know, it it just sets the stage for um, you know children and and eventually into adulthood of not not thinking that they're capable of achieving yeah. goals. Yeah, and I, and I think, yep, that's right. I mean, it, if you teach them now, then it, like, it's something that they, car- you know, they carry with them. Um, and, and just just a couple 
pointers on this, well, first of all, is I think doing it together creates an amazing connection, you know, with your kids. And whether that means you're setting, you're doing your goals at the same time or, like, um, New Year's Day, we all were independently working on our own personal vision boards, but then we created a family vision board, too, you know. So, like, um, how do you do it? Yeah, yeah. Um, So there's opportunities like that. But with goal setting, um, being very specific. So saying something like, um, I want, like if my my daughter um, makes jewelry and she um, sells it, and and she also makes vegan cupcakes and sells them. But if she said, you know, in my my jewelry and vegan cupcake businesses, I want to make more money this year, well, more money could be five cents more. So when she sets the goal, it needs to be um, more specific than that. If she said, I want to at least double my income from last year than this year, that would that would be clearer. Um, and we talked also about deadlines. And another thing, um, and this comes from uh, uh, my reading of Jack Canfield's work, is that saying how you would feel when that goal comes true or you know, or you meet that goal. So, um, you know, I might say something like, I am feeling so proud of myself crossing the finish line at my fourth marathon in 2013 in New York City, you know, whatever that may be. So that's just another way that you can help your kids make goals is just clarify, clarify, clarify. And kids are usually really good at that because they're concrete, and we've talked about that in a couple of the other podcasts, because they're concrete. So they typically are, that comes easier to them than it even does to us. So we just have a few seconds left, June. Anything else that um, you want to add before we check out for today? Um, not really. Just just to help help your ch- children to acknowledge and grow their themselves and, and to acknowledge their uniqueness in this process. So you encourage them in all ways. Yeah, I, that's, a, that's a beautiful way to close out. So thank you very much, June, for helping me with this. And You're awesome. I just remind <laughs> Thanks. And just to remind people, if you want are interested in what those vision boards look like, I'm going to post them on, on Twitter, and that's just after Jody Mom, but on our face, um, my Facebook page. So have a beautiful new year and a great new beginning, and please let us know how you're doing. Thank you. Have a great day. With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.